This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Today is Tuesday, February 11th, 2020. On this day in 1828, William Burke and William Hare launched a plan to murder Abigail Simpson of Edinburgh and sell her body to science. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today we're covering body snatchers William Burke and William Hare, Irish expats who made a living selling Scottish corpses, most of which came from people they murdered themselves. Let's go back to February 11, 1828. Abigail Simpson was feeling better off than usual as she made her way through the streets of Edinburgh. The elderly woman had just made a visit to her former employer. Of course, the pension he offered her wasn't much, a can of soup and 18 pence, about $7 today. But she had a little cash in her pocket, and she'd soon have food in her belly. She wouldn't mind one more thing, however a sip of something with a kick to keep her warm. To her surprise, she soon received an offer of just that. A pair of Irishmen approached her on the street and invited her to have a drink with them. Abigail couldn't see why not. She followed the men into a lodging house where they served her a generous portion of whiskey. They poured a couple of glasses for themselves as well. And before long, the trio were laughing like old friends. Sadly, Abigail's night wasn't going as well as she thought it was. Her two companions were William Burke and William Hare, body snatchers who made a living selling corpses to surgeons. And due to a shortage of available cadavers, they'd decided that Abigail would have to fill their current demand. Burke and Hare were Irish immigrants who met around 1820 while working as laborers on the Scottish Union Canal. Burke was a military veteran who'd recently abandoned his wife and two children. Hare was a hard partier and schemer, always looking for his next con. After the canal project ended, the men went their separate ways, but they were reunited in 1827 when Burke and his new lady, Helen McDougall, took rooms in an Edinburgh lodging house run by Hare and his partner, Margaret Laird. According to historians Nigel Cawthorn and Charlotte Grieg, the two couples weren't so much friends as drinking buddies. They shared a common love of whiskey and a perpetual lack of money. This might have been the sum of their relationship if it weren't for a tragedy that took place inside their home. 
In November of 1827, a boarder in the lodging house passed away while still owing four pounds in back rent, about $400 today. Hare and Margaret had no way of collecting the debt, but Hare came up with another way to get their money. The Irishman knew there was a thriving black market trade in corpses among doctors who were desperate for bodies to practice surgery. By British law, surgeons could only buy the remains of executed criminals, but there simply weren't enough to meet the demand. Behind closed doors, some would take any corpse they could get their hands on. With that thought in mind, Hare enlisted the help of his drinking buddy, Burke, to put the dead lodger's body into a sack. In the middle of the night, they carried it to number 10 Surgeon's Square, the address of an anatomy school run by Dr. Robert Knox. Word on the street was that Knox needed bodies for his lectures, and Hare was sure he'd take one off their hands. He was right. Three assistants met Burke and Hare at the door. They paid about seven pounds for the body, three pounds under the market rate. Even so, the two men went back to the lodging house feeling it was the easiest money they'd ever made. They had their back rent and then some. A few weeks later, Burke and Hare had a second chance to make some fast coin when a boarder at the lodging house got sick. Although the renter wasn't technically dead, he was close enough that Burke and Hare felt justified finishing the job. The two men suffocated the lodger and carried his body to Dr. Knox's doorstep. Once again, the physician's assistants asked no questions. Unfortunately, the money they paid Burke and Hare didn't last long. They needed more bodies. In the early months of 1828, Hare came up with a plan. They didn't have to wait for someone to get sick or die. All they needed was a person no one would miss. On February 11th, 1828, though the exact date is questionable, an elderly homeless woman named Abigail Simpson passed by the lodging house after collecting her pension. Burke and Hare invited her in for a drink and the three traded shots of whiskey until they passed out. The next morning, Burke and Hare realized they'd missed their opportunity to carry out their plan, but they soon saw they'd have another chance. Abigail showed no sign of wanting to leave. On the contrary, she immediately started drinking again. This time, the men stayed sober, and once they felt their guest was sufficiently inebriated, they held her down and smothered her to death. Thus, for the first time, Burke and Hare killed a healthy person in cold blood, and they were about to be rewarded. Coming up, we'll see how murder became a booming business. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be. 
With a personalized plan and expert coaching, Anytime Fitness can help make the gym less frightening. Get more for your gym membership than machines. Get personalized support anytime, anywhere. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. See website for details. Now back to the story. On or around February 11th, 1828, William Burke and William Hare lured elderly homeless woman Abigail Simpson to her death in hopes of selling her body to science. That night, the two ferried their catch back to number 10 Surgeon's Square. For the first time, they were greeted by Dr. Knox himself. The famous anatomist gave Burke and Hare full price for the corpse. 10 pounds, worth about $1,100 today. He also indicated he'd be happy to do business with them again. From that point on, murder became the two men's bread and butter. They were assisted in their crimes by Margaret Laird, Hare's partner, who owned the lodging house and sometimes recruited victims. The three split the profits from each body, Hare got five pounds as the brains of the operation, Burke got four as the muscle, and Margaret got one as a token of the men's appreciation. It was a sizable amount of money for all of them, and as business boomed, their actions grew increasingly brazen. One night, Burke talked some police officers into releasing an inebriated woman to him instead of arresting her. He delivered her dead body to Dr. Knox a few hours later. Another time, the men murdered an aging sex worker. When the woman's daughter came looking for her, Hare and Burke disposed of her, too. By Halloween night of 1828, Hare and Burke had killed 15 people. Not that they were counting anything but their profits and they remained ready for any new business opportunities. So when an Irish woman crossed their path, the two Irishmen claimed that they had a common relation and lured her into the house. They killed their victim that very night. But perhaps due to the fact that it was Halloween and there were more people out than usual, they didn't take the body to Knox right away. Instead, they hid it inside the boarding house, where, much to their chagrin, a lodger discovered it the next day. The horrified renter ran for the police. Hare and Burke, perhaps operating on the theory that no body means no case, hustled the corpse over to Dr. Knox. They then returned, slightly richer, to an apparently innocent house. What the two men failed to consider was that moving a body didn't make it go away. The next morning, police entered Number 10 Surgeon's Square and found the corpse, which the lodger identified. They arrested Burke, Hare, Margaret, and Burke's romantic partner, Helen, in connection with the alleged crime. Lack of evidence soon led to Helen's release but there was sufficient proof for investigators to hold the other three. Once again, Hare came up with a resourceful idea. He offered to testify about the crimes in exchange for total immunity. Authorities agreed. William Hare proceeded to tell them all about the murders. 
and though we don't know exactly what he said, it resulted in both his and Margaret's release. After gaining their freedom in February 1829, the couple broke up, going their separate ways. They were never heard from publicly again. Burke's fate, on the other hand, was legendary. After his former partner testified against him, Burke was sentenced to death by public hanging. And on January 28, 1829, the judgment was carried out before a crowd as large as 25,000 people. Later that day, William Burke's body was delivered to the University of Edinburgh School of Medicine. It was dissected by judicial decree before a public audience. Then Burke's skin was removed and fashioned into the cover of a pocketbook. It remains on display in the Surgeon's Hall Museum in Edinburgh to this day, a grim reminder to those looking to get rich off of other people's bodies. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. If you enjoyed this episode, check out our show, Serial Killers. Today in True Crime is a ParCast original. You can find more episodes of Today in True Crime and all other ParCast originals for free on Spotify. Not only does Spotify already have all of your favorite music, but now Spotify is making it easy for you to enjoy all of your favorite ParCast originals, like Today in True Crime, for free from your phone, desktop, or smart speaker. To stream Today in True Crime on Spotify, just open the app and type Today in True Crime in the search bar. At ParCast, we're grateful for you, our listeners. You allow us to do what we love. Let us know how we're doing. Reach out on Facebook and Instagram, at ParCast, and Twitter, at ParCast Network. We'll be back with a brand new episode tomorrow in True Crime. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Carrie Murphy, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Freddie Beckley. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Megan Dane, with writing assistance by Abigail Cannon. I'm Vanessa Richardson. 